Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. But it's also not. Just likes to sound it's like it's not old. old. That's the it's problem. It's kind of like my back, where it's <laughs> right. only like twenty-seven years old, but it it's acts like it's ninety-three thousand years old. It's like already malfunctioning and making noises. That mm-hmm. is the truth. Mine is too. Um, so I decided to drink on this episode. Oh, I haven't drink drink. This is kind of Cards Against Humanity-ish with the black box. I know, but more fun. But more fun. Um, yeah, I have this box wine. I'm going back to like the basics here. Super. I'm drinking sweet tea repping my va wow we really like on brand today kind of yeah also uh i'm in as an homage to my halloween costume i have my tina i mean my louise mug with uh pink ears on i smell fear on you says i smell fear and i do by the way you smell fear on me yep that's probably true i'm a scary person anyway welcome to our listener episode it is november 1st so halloween has just ended Yes, it has just literally ended only moments ago today, if you're watching this instantly. Is today All Saints Day? <clears throat> I think so. I don't know what it is. It's Scorpio okay. season, so I'm just blacking out. I, four days till Gia's birthday. That is what we're really focusing on. The Prince of Darkness oh my God. has his fourth year on this earth, and we're going to celebrate it in some form or fashion. I just don't know how yet. Um, I imagine there'll be a lot of peanut butter. I imagine at some point I will just shove my whole arm in a jar of peanut butter and let him mm. just have a free-for-all. That's the part where I'll be outside. <laughs> Vomiting. <laughs> well, I hope you'll be outside, actually, is my answer to that question. But um, I also, I have some, I, I went on Chewy.com and bought a whole bunch of stuff for, they have a birthday section, let's just put it that way. Of course. Of course they do. Why aren't they our sponsor? Well, actually, it was really cute, but they're not our sponsor. But I wish they were, because... Um, the other day, this card came in the mail with like my name on it, and it said "Happy Birthday." And I was like, "What is this?" It was like a birthday card, like a full-on Hallmark birthday card. And I was like, "Who got my birthday wrong?" And then I open it, and it's like it's almost Gio's birthday. We wanted to oh. wish, and it was from Chewy. I was like, "What the hell?" Wait, that's precious. I know, handwritten. Can you imagine being the person in that department precious. where you're like, "I work in the birthday department where I write cards to dogs." Crush it. I mean, come on. Speaking of the Prince of Darkness, here is his shirt. Yes, you're wearing dressed as Captain America, Captain Geo. Oh, look, you're a dog and I'm a cat. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did we plan that without planning that at all? Well, it's fitting because today's theme is apparently doppelgangers as I <gasps> screamed in everyone's faces for a while. How did we double plan that? And I, we're Geminis. We're really kicking we this into gear. We are like ultra twinning right now. Whoa. We're fighting the resistance, the Scorpio resistance. <laughs> okay, don't let me in with that. Okay, I'm fighting it single-handedly and my doppelganger happens to be next to me today. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> yeah, drinking. We're both doing what we know best. I signed a waiver. I'm not liable for anything. <laughs> um, anyway, Eva sent us some stories and said, eek, these are extra creepy, so let's hope. Let's hope. I'm also reading off my phone today. Oh, good. That always ends well. So if I squint, it's because my eyes are also 93,000 years old <laughs> in a 27-year-old body. All Your right. face is creaky. <laughs> Will be one day for sure. Um, although I will say, my grandma, she's one of the first people to ever own a beauty uh, franchise oh, in I America. Love that story. And one of her like hard hitting swear buys is uh, if you want to make sure that you have tight skin. Why are you only telling me this now, first of all? But okay, go ahead. Because you're going to think it's gross. But I, if you think I about eat it, herring, pickled herring, I don't think anything's gross. If you think about it, it does make sense. But she, before she goes to sleep every night, she puts preparation H on her face. What is that? The stuff that you put on Hem your butt. Hemorrhoids? Yeah. But it keeps your butt tight, keeps your face tight. I don't think that's gross. That's like that diaper, like, desitin. I always yeah. thought that smelled nice, even though it goes on baby butts. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you, if you, and my, my grandma looks, uh, she's 83, but she looks like she's, like, my mom's oh, age. Oh, yeah. So. No, she's killing the game. So, I mean, trust. Don't knock it till you try it. What's her name? Jacqueline Miriam Glickman. Glickman. Yes. Jacqueline Miriam Glickman. In case you were not aware of my ancestry, maybe her name is, sounds fitting. In case you somehow <laughs> blocked out every other time M has said that their family's name is Glickman. Right. Um, and that Linda is Linda. Yep. Uh, but that's – in preparation age, I'll have to tell Blaze to pick some up. I'm just saying. I say as though there is none in this house. Because of her, there will just be like a generation of like people rubbing Preparation H oh on their God, face. But it's going to be one of those like come up stories where Preparation H is now cool with the millennials for like, you know what I mean? You know, things come back. Just like the joke and on the John ghost motion sensor toilet thing. <laughs> someone who works at Preparation like H that. is going to be like, why are my Preparation H sales going crazy or right now? Or some random person on Amazon who accidentally bought a bulk order and is trying to sell them is like, wait, <laughs> I got rid of all of my basement Preparation like, H? I did not plan for that to happen. Oh my. All right. You're welcome, by the way. So in a pinch, use that. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, so moving on to doppelgangers, as you do, <laughs> quickly from Preparation H. Uh, this one is from, uh, Kimberly. Okay. And, uh, sorry, I learned how to not read and then reread, reread all of a sudden. Um, Kimberly's subject line is, my doppelganger is avoiding me. Prop uh, so far I, it sounds good. I was gonna say, I would hope so. Sounds like it's for the best. Clearing my throat for everyone. <clears throat> me, me, me. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Kimberly says, hello, uh, and that's why we drink crew, including lemon. Thank you. Hello. When Christine requested doppelganger stories, I figured I'd write in mine as, sh as I'm sure all the others you receive will be fucking terrifying. They will be. Hopefully this gives you a little break from all the scary stories since it is a little more lighthearted. Okay. Um, so Eva's weaning us in, I see. I see. <clears throat> She's tricking us. My doppelganger story starts when I was about 13. I'm almost 31 now. My dad came home from work and told me that someone who looked exactly like me had come into my family's restaurant that night. Ooh. He said that we dressed the same, we walked the same, and even had the same laugh. Ooh, ooh. He, it was weird. Me, the only person that shares the same laugh as me is Elmo. So And a dolphin sometimes. And a dolphin. <laughs> I have a lot of interesting <laughs> traits to my laughter. 
<laughs> it's, um, it's very well-rounded, your laughter. Thank you. It's sometimes hearty, sometimes high-pitched. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, a buffet of laughter is what I provide. That's for sure. Uh, and not like you laughing, just right, a buffet just of sound of effects sounds, of my yeah. laughter. Mm -hmm. He legitimately thought it was me until her parents came in. I thought that he had to be making some weird dad joke. I didn't <laughs> think anyone else uh, could look that much like me. I had a noticeable scar on my forehead. Uh, one above my lip, which is now faded as I've gotten older, multiple ear piercings, and at 13, I was constantly mistaken for 21. Oh! But then sudden, uh, but then several people confirmed my twin stranger. No one caught her name, though. Over the next several years, I had more people tell me about her. What? It wouldn't happen often, but at least once a year, someone would say they saw me somewhere, Ooh. or say they saw the girl that looks like me somewhere and even spoke to her. Ugh. And still, no one ever got her name. Uh, that frustrated me because I was deeply curious. I keep hearing that we dress the same no matter what age. As an adult, I've drifted from a goth look more into like a pinup 50s style aesthetic. I thought, Very cool, by the I way. I really thought she was going to say like a suburban mom and I was so excited. <laughs> but pinup is way cooler. That you conform to the masses. <laughs> um, and only shop from a few places that are not totally common. But what are the chances? What the fuck? Our hair color is always the same. Even in my 20s when I dyed it every color under the sun. What? This includes when I, on a whim, cut off almost two feet of hair and randomly dyed it pink. So someone was like, oh, I saw your doppelganger with pink hair. Maybe this person's, like, following I, I know. You. I was going to say, this actually like sounds stalker. like a crime show or a crime story. Like, someone's following you for an alibi later. Yes. Or, like, following your Facebook and it's, like, secretly obsessed with you or something. That, that one. I don't like that. It sounds like a Lifetime movie. Someone came to me uh, and said that they even saw... Oh, someone came up to me and said they even thought they complimented my hair the other day. They just loved it so much they had to tell me again. I had no idea who this person was. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. So they, the person complimenting, oh. she didn't even know who that person was. So they were like, oh, I saw you again. Yeah. I ran into you again. Oh, yuck. So I had no idea who this person was. One time, my doppelganger even had the same injury, a contusion on the right, on my, on the right foot. I fell down a flight of stairs, never heard what happened to her. <laughs> Okay. That's what I want to know. In my mid-20s, I actually started getting uh, mistaken for my doppelganger. I was shopping, and someone that worked at the store said they remembered me from middle school, and I was really mean. Mm. I like it. She's like, no, that was my doppelganger. Not I was going to say, maybe <laughs> this is something you're con concocting at yeah. this point. I had crippling anxiety in middle school and couldn't talk to anyone. Okay, that's a good alibi. I guess that could have been taken as mean, uh, but something about the look on my face or whatever I said made the girl say, oh, you're not her. I asked who, and then when she said the name, I immediately forgot it as soon as I left the no, store. No, you gotta write that shit down. Maybe, uh, yeah. That, I don't know how you forgot that. Go back to that Chico's or wherever you were and <laughs> ask for that employee. What kind of bullshit is that? Similar situations happened. Someone thought I was her. I made sure to ask her name, and then I either didn't catch it, and the person made a quick exit, or I immediately forgot. I mean, I do that all the time when I'm, like, really, because I'm, like, unlike you, socially anxious, and so when people say their name, I just immediately forget it. Like, I, I feel remember. like with something that intensely like, true. prominent in your life, though, you make a note to remember it. Yeah, that's true. And if it you is. can't remember it, then like it's a little I, weird. I'd imagine there's some memory failure. Yeesh, that's creepy. Come to find out, other people had asked, had asked her name before and also immediately forgot. Eventually, someone said I looked exactly like this girl that they knew that works at Eyeglass World. So I naturally <laughs> went by there because I'm curious, but never found her. Anyway, once I had a, uh, my daughter, the sightings seemed to stop for a while. If no one asks me about my doppelganger for long periods of time, I get worried something happened to her. Oh, my God. You've, like, created well, a you've bond. you've grown up with this, like, yeah. for so long. Uh, one day when I was back at work from maternity leave, I went with a coworker to grab breakfast from a place close by. Someone came up to me and said, uh, it's, like, a, it's a, a blank line, like, the name. The, this writer forgot the name. Blank. Like, hello. Fresh. I don't know. 
What? Hello, <laughs> like hello, and then like the name. Hello, M. And then yes, and then the rest. Of, if it were my name, it would say M. It's so good to see you. I and see. grabbed my arm. Again, I didn't catch the name, but I felt pretty relieved to know that, that my doppelganger was alive and seemingly well. I love that that's the first thought. Not like, oh, that's not my name, but like, it says, oh, oh, thank God. God. Yeah. I was, it wasn't until I turned to face this person and I'm sure looked completely confused and she realized I wasn't her friend. She apologized and just couldn't believe how similar we looked. Bear in mind, I just got back from maternity leave. My body wasn't in its normal state. My hair was long as fuck. And I'm sure I looked like a train wreck because babies make you the captain of Team Never Sleeping Again. Oh, wow. That seems like a ringing endorsement. Thanks. Yes. Oof. So it seems like me and the doppelganger are always in the same condition. I'm wondering if we are if we were also pregnant at the same time. <gasps> my daughter, Stop. That is so spooky. My daughter is almost five now, and I've been mistaken for my doppelganger a couple more times since then. It's always surprising to me because I'm constantly hearing that I have a unique face, whatever that means, and my body type isn't the most common. Whatever that means. <laughs> Whatever that means. My town isn't tiny, but it's certainly not the biggest place in the world. I find it pretty crazy that we haven't run into each other. I've heard and noted in research that if you meet your doppelganger, it's bad luck, some kind of omen, or means you're going to die. Sorry for everyone else who sent in stories, by the way, because uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're SOL at this point. I guess it's good that we've never met in that case. It makes me wonder if me and everyone else forgetting slash not catching her name is sort of protection from a higher power. Um, I do have a couple spirit guides that hang around, but that's all I have for you on my doppelganger. Nothing truly frightening, just a little unsettling. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. (laughs) Thank you for all the laughs and scares. All the best. Oh, Kimby. P.S. I know Em and Christine have mentioned anxiety regarding the show. My friend and I actually went to the show in New Orleans back in September and got to meet Em and Christine. It was awesome. If there ever is another live show close to us, Florida Panhandle. I will definitely be there. Oh my God, Kimby, you, I remember meeting you. You look just like this other girl I know. That I, I thought that I saw you there, actually. But I thought I saw you at the Atlanta maybe show. Maybe it wasn't you. I, weird. I thought that we had said that we liked your hair, but it's. I guess you don't remember. But that's okay. Um, what you should remember from that show, which we were just talking about, is if anyone that – if you went to the New Orleans show – what you did see was me get on stage and try to grab the microphone out of its stand oh, and sucker punch myself in the face. Directly into the face. Directly into my teeth. And I had to act for the next 20 minutes like my mouth wasn't on fire. Well, now you need, now you understand why people make up doppelgangers. Exactly. I mean, so clearly. Kimby slash someone witnessed that. And wow, that is so wild, dude. I, what I wonder is if the other person gets that all the time, too. They must, right? I imagine like the other person must if that, that person actually exists, that might just be some creepy thing in That's the town. That's true. And if they haven't, I mean, they they have another name, though, which is weird. Like, even though she doesn't remember it. Right. Oh, that is spooky. I wonder if your daughter's going to start getting recognized. Yeah, I wonder if your daughter has the same doppelganger. I'd imagine that you both gave birth to the same looking child. With blue hair, pink hair, and everything. Like a like a pinup doll. Aww. Anyway, thank you for sending in your story. It's wild. Okay. Ready? Oh, great. The one I get is called... A Demon Doppelganger and Nightmare Fuel. I like that you got that story. Yep. Uh, this is from Bethany. Let me do a little, a little sweet tea sip. I, I need to wait for you to swallow that. Let me pee real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you guys miss that sound from like episode 50 where I would... Don't you miss episodes 1 through 50 <laughs> where you just always heard kind of Christine peeing? Trader Joe's box wine. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. This is from Bethany. Hello, Christine, M, Eva, and company. I love your podcast and was waiting until I got caught up to send in my stories. Conveniently, it aligned with you asking for doppelganger stories. Coincidence? Probably. 
I love it. Probably not. I live near Seattle, Washington and was born and raised here. Growing up, I remember hearing stories of the Maltby Cemetery. Maltby Cemetery. Decades ago, there were these steps located there called the 13 Steps to Hell. Aw, cute. I love them. <laughs> oh, so cute. These 13 steps... I'm sorry. My mother just sent me a picture of what looks like gravy, and it like is blocking my view. I hope it's gravy. I can't think of anything that looks like gravy that I... Oh, it's not gravy, but... Is it... It's... Uh, look at this. It's like pumpkin soup or something gross. And a mouse. Okay, don't worry about it. And a mouse? Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> what is your... I don't Listen, understand. I, I live in an old house. Every time I show up... <laughs> And I'm near you, and you say, oh, my mother. I'm like, where is the sentence going? I'll, it's never normal. My sister rescued a mouse in a jar. Is it the, is it a pet now? I don't I feel like your mother perhaps. would teach it to, like, sew clothes or something. Yeah, she would put it to work. <laughs> and then she says, fall instant pot soup days. And I don't even know. I wonder if it, the mouse is going to get a little yeah, strawful. The mouse is in the background stirring the pot. Okay. It's ratatouille. <laughs> it is ratatouille, literally. Your mom just invited oh ratatouille. Oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm back to this. Da -da -da. These 13 steps lead led down to a cement wall. Some say it was the crypt of a rich family that lived on the property a long time ago, but who knows? The story goes that if you were to walk down the 13 steps, when you turned around to go back up the steps, you would see hell. Oh, dear. I would see M at the top. Uh, I'd be summoning you in. <laughs> I'd be ushering you in with a little jig. A jig? Oh, dear. Welcome God. to your new home, Christine. That is hell. <laughs> <laughs> I heard stuff. Going up the stairs is my hell. <laughs> that's true. You I would even look make... up and instead of 13 stairs, it would be like 13,000 stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Like never ending staircase. These steps have since been filled in. Good for you, Em. Thank you. Uh, presumably to prevent anyone else from going down them. The most common things seen at the Maltby Cemetery are apparitions of women and children in tattered clothing. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. The story I have for you of the Maltby Cemetery is actually my boyfriend, Keir, K-E-I-R, I think. Okay. And his friend's story. And his friend's story. Kieran and his friend Adam have given me permission to tell their story. That's good. The cemetery is on private property and the owners are not afraid to press charges if you're caught trespassing. Okay. Kier, Adam, and five other friends. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, and five other friends snuck into the cemetery in the middle of the night. Adam was walking around looking at the headstones when he felt a tap on his shoulder. He turned to see Kier motioning with his head to follow him. He started to follow him towards a tree line. Just after Kier disappeared into the darkness, someone grabbed his shoulder and spun him around. It was Kier. Uh, if I'm saying that name wrong, she's pissed right now. Like, you're <laughs> literally ruining my story. I'm sorry. Only for you. Just for you. It's still creepy to us. It is creepy. He was terrified. <clears throat> yes. Kier asked what was wrong, and after he explained what had happened, they all left quickly. Ugh. To this day, Adam swears that he clearly saw Kier trying... To How many times do you have to say that name in the story? <laughs> God damn it. To this day, <laughs> Adam swears that he clearly saw Kier trying to lead him into the dark trees away from everyone else. Ugh. But if it wasn't him, what was it? And I like how it's what, not who. Oh, right. Side note, on a separate occasion, one of their friends was slightly possessed, okay, at the Maltby Cemetery. His nose started bleeding, bleeding and he was saying weird things and banging his head against the car window after they left. I never went to the Maltby Cemetery by myself. Oh, no. I never went to the Maltby Cemetery myself. And after I heard the story, I was happy I hadn't. Right. I have a second quick story I'd like to throw in. It doesn't have a doppelganger. Boo. But it's the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. That was last week. Or last That's month. all we need. That's all we want. Growing up, I shared a room with my younger sister. Our bedroom was right next to our brother's bedroom. Our brothers were afraid of the dark, so they would leave the hallway light on at night as a type of nightlight. There was a period of time where my sister was having really bad nightmares every night. We were pretty young. I was around nine, which would make my sister around seven. 
One night, I woke up and noticed a dark mass in our doorway. I could make out a head, shoulders, arms, and a torso. Head, shoulders, knees, knees and toes. A torso. <laughs> <laughs> I could make out a head. This Bethany's going to kill me. <laughs> I could make out a head, shoulders, arms, and a torso, but no legs. Oh, dear. No. The hallway light was bright behind it, and I could not see through it. I sat up in bed and was too afraid to make any noise. I watched it move through our room over to my sister's bed and lean over her. I gasped. Its head shot over to look at me. No, it did not. No, it did not. And just like that, it disappeared. That is so horrifying to me. When when anything shoots over at you when it shouldn't even exist. To, like, look at you? For your eyes to meet. Uh-huh. Ooh, I wish we had like a like a close up uh, on the camera for just our arms, the hair, for to see the goosebumps completely. Yeah, um, everyone's like, we don't want to see that. Everyone's like, please don't no. show me a close up of your skin. Of your skin, we don't want it. I want to see it though. So. Uh, I, I just want to force everyone else into it as well. I don't think I slept the rest of the night. I never told anyone in my family what I saw, even to this day. Well, well. Here you go. Well, hello. Not too long after it happened, my parents drew a cross in holy water That's on right. the wall above my sister's bed. Yep. Is that you, Em? I certainly uh, want to be those parents. Glickman? <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare stopped, and I never saw anything like that again. Ugh. So the sister's having all these nightmares, and then one night, this mass leans over her bed. Ugh. Horrifying. Anything leaning? No. Because... I think the the additional movement is what freaks me out even more because if you see something in the corner, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm it's a coat wrap. Maybe I'm thinking I'm making something out of it. But when it starts moving on its Ugh. own and Ugh. then faces you completely, like, when it realizes you're not. watching it, meh. oh yeah, once it knows that you know that it exists and it doesn't have to hide anymore, it's horrifying. That's when you just embrace death. It's t- <laughs> that's, that's when, you say, when you're just like goodbye. I clean my hands from this. I wash my hands. I'm by cruel world. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to the big place. Thank you. Up all those stairs, those sixty thousand. Actually, wait stairs. a minute. I'm never gonna be ready for that. <laughs> Just throw me all the way down the flight. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to read my stories. I hope you found them as spooky as I do. Much love from the Pacific Northwest, Bethany. Yikes, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. That was terrible. Yeah, thank you for that phrase. Thanks, I hated it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> um, That's one of my favorite phrases. It makes me laugh every time. Did we create that? No, it's like a very famous meme, but... I kind of want to steal it. Can we do that? I'm going to tell myself that I, I did. I literally say it like, I don't know. It's very funny. Thanks, I hate it. We Thanks, say that when I we get it. gift videos, too. Like, when, <laughs> when we do gift videos and people send us like creepy ass shit. It is very fitting. If we had to steal someone else's intellectual property, I would like it to be that one specific sentence. Just that line. Um. So this is from Ashley. And Ashley... Uh, titled the story, Some Doppelganger Stories, which means we're getting multiple. Hell yeah. So, Ashley says, Hi, Christine, M, Eva, Fur Babies, and also Lemon. Hello. God damn it, Lemon. See, I requested doppelgangers way after Lemon was in- invited into the circle. I see. And so all of Invited, these... not exclusively. <laughs> so these aren't like two-year-old stories. These are all new ones, so they all know about Lemon. I see. So I'm sorry, Em, you're going to be... I'm surprised for Halloween we didn't get a petrified pumpkin. That's the real Do that's not the real request game. that someone mail me more petrified fruit. Why? Because I'm going to be mad about it? At least I'm trying to get on board no, in my own way. No, because you know I get attached, and then they rot out my bookcases. Okay. 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 Uh, Ashley says, what's up, friends? My name is Ashley. And also, brava, Ashley, because you also put in your pronouns. And I very... She, her, thank you, Ashley, for putting in your pronouns, because no matter how you identify, maybe you're just cis- cisgender, maybe you're trans, maybe you're non-binary, uh, whatever form... 
uh, you have found yourself to be in this life, I appreciate it because everyone should normalize pronouns. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people do now. So I know. Our, I, 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 this is the first time I'm reading it in an email, so well, it makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, I started listening to your show earlier this year and quickly caught up uh, to present day episodes, which my boyfriend now usually listens to with me. We're from Cincinnati. Hey! Who day? West side. Uh, well, okay. I don't know what I'll that I'll take means. it. And we now live in greater LA. Oh, shit. Are you our doppelgangers? <laughs> I think you follow dun, us. Dun, dun, We're also not stalkers, I swear. Uh-huh. That's what they all... That's what a stalker might say. We heard Christine uh, wanted to punish herself with some doppelganger stories, so Yay. I thought I'd submit my experiences. Here's the craziest one. I like these people. <laughs> they make me laugh. <laughs> Everyone wants to torture you because you have also asked Because I've it. literally requested <clears throat> it and then yelled, what, me? I didn't do that. When I was in grade school in the early 2000s, I took instrument lessons every Tuesday after school. Me too. Are we literally... The, I took piano after school every Tuesday. I think we're the same. Uh-oh. Who was the same? My mom would pick me up, take me to the teacher's house, and then bring me home after 5 p.m. If my dad wasn't home when we got back, we'd call his desk phone to see what we should plan on doing for dinner. One day, we came home to an empty house, and we were about to give my dad a call when I saw a new message blinking on the answering machine. I pressed play, and an automated voice said something along the lines of, An inmate is trying to reach you from the Hamilton County Jail. Oh my god, I still get those. Press 1 if you'd like to accept a call from blank me blank. My dad's voice cut into the message and stated his first and last name. <gasps> After Shit. another sentence of automated reading, the call ended. That was it. Ooh. As you can imagine, my mom and I immediately started flipping the fuck out. Was my dad actually Seriously? in jail? Had we missed his one phone call? I know. That's terrifying. And what the hell did he do? My mom <laughs> began calling my dad's desk phone repeatedly, redial after redial, since this was before my family had cell phones. There was no answer. Before we even got to the point of calling the jail, we heard the garage door open and my dad walked in. Mm. We flipped the fuck out again. My mom was so angry for, at him for being <laughs> arrested, even though he was standing right in front Poor of us. guy. And he had no idea what we were talking about. We played the message for him and his face went pale. All three of us knew that his voice, it was his voice on the recording, but it wasn't really Ew. him. Ooh. Ooh. Cue close up of my goosebumps. Yeah. My dad ended up calling the non-emergency police line about it. The officer laughed it off and said that collect call schemes from the jail in Cincinnati were becoming very common. They are. <laughs> he didn't have an explanation for how the inmates sounded exactly like my dad, though. We never got a call like this again. This was definitely the wildest experience, but there are others, like the time my dad's co-workers brought in a clipping from the newspaper that contained a photo of a Catholic priest that looked exactly like my dad. Your dad is something's going on. He brought it home and showed me, and my reaction was, why are you dressed like that? It took a solid 10 <laughs> minutes before I was finally convinced that it wasn't him. It was that guy in jail. He had, like, a conversion to Catholicism. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, or it went the other way around. Maybe. Oh, you're right. It could have been the other way. <laughs> I guess I inherited whatever nonsense this is because in college I would constantly get stopped by people who thought they knew me. One of my professors told me he waved to me earlier that day and I gave him a strange look. When I got closer, he realized the, or when he got closer, he realized the Ooh. person he thought was me didn't have a septum ring, oh. which is my trademark. Oh. Besides that, we apparently looked exactly the same. I moved to another state for an internship and would get stopped there, too. Once I was eating by myself at a Chipotle, and a woman came up to me and asked if I would take a selfie with her. When I asked why, she said I looked exactly like one of her best friends she hadn't seen in years, and she wanted to send a photo to her friend so that she could see for herself. What? She only knew it really wasn't uh, her best friend, again, because of the septum ring. Only I Wait, well, she could have, had, in the last couple of years, gotten a septum ring. That's true. That's still creepy, dude. 
Oddly, I've never seen one of my doppelgangers or my dad's face-to-face, so consider this official documentation in case someone who looks exactly like me is ever on America's Most Wanted or whatever, (laughs) the doppelganger did it. Love you a lot, or lots of love to you guys, and hope to catch you live in LA next year, Ashley. Ashley, what the fuck? Dude, I just got chills, because what if we find two doppelgangers and we connect them? You know, they do... Well, that would be cool if we somehow were involved in that connection. But there is a doppelganger website where you can upload your face. I and have seen that. It didn't really work I for me. I saw it on a bus bench ad. I've used it. It didn't work for me. Or at least my doppelganger hasn't uploaded their face. It took my photo and then sent me a bunch of pop-ups. And I was like, I probably just did something bad. Uh, I, try- I tried it and the only people that it matched me with. I guess people who look like me haven't used the service. Because it put me with a bunch of people that don't look like me at all yeah renee did it and got uh, like literally last week sent me like a match yourself thing and it was her and vladimir putin and it's now my um i love it my contact photo it would be hysterical if it were shrek no it wouldn't renee be. is obsessed with shrek don't talk about it and so it would have been very funny like i wish she made a fake one just a sunday like romantically and <laughs> sexually obsessed <laughs> like yes. to be clear a very large like, attraction not in to a, shrek like not in a cute not, way like smash mouth is fun like, and not human shrek like ogre shrek like the gross shrek <laughs> i want to die Let's everyone's got a thing it. everyone's got a thing yeah we don't all need to blast it out in the world though anyway um I was, i'm supportive of it i'm not i was gonna say some she literally has like a trap remix of get out of my swamp and at my bachelorette <laughs> party all she would do is play a stupid no trap. i would play it you played out it. of oh. support for her you're an i asshole. was trying to get her hyped up get out of my swamp 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 there's swamp, you know swamp, what swamp, swamp. one of the fight only fights renee and i ever got into in my lifetime was at that bachelorette weekend so hmm, i wonder if that had anything to do with maybe it. i orchestrated that as you well literally got uh, both of us hyped <laughs> up in the worst possible way um I also wanted to say something about this. Uh, what was it? <laughs> oh, oh, the Hamilton County Jail. Okay. <clears throat> Let's hear here's it. Here's the thing. Now, I don't want to like, I'm not like being skeptic, burst anyone's bubble, but I do get calls from there. And now I have like a scam blocker app, but like I used to get calls that would say, I'm Renata Schaefer, like Renata Schaefer. Oh. Like they would literally have a phone book and find, or phone book. Nowadays it's like. Okay, grandma. On the internet. But like in the nineties, they would literally have phone books and they would go like look up family names and then they would convince so they do this a lot in cincinnati they convince people's grandmas that like their nephew that they're their nephew or grandchild and they're in jail and they need like 200 bucks to bail them out or whatever and give them the it's really fucked up but it happens a lot and i don't know i'm not saying that's what it was i'm just saying people well in the last few years there's also been a lot of like they think they call it like the grandma scam now because they specifically seek out grandparents who don't know as uh, they're not as like well in tune to like what's going on on the internet and my grandma almost got. That's right. She, Jacqueline Miriam Glickman, she, and she, she is all is a, over this episode. She is as sharp as a number two pencil, by the way, because all she, that preparation H on her face. She was smart as all get out. Like she knew it was not me. She tricked them Someone into thinking they were talking to the police. Pretended to be M and called M's grandmother. It's so psycho. and said that I well also like had done some like intense digging through my facebook and they all that they literally stalk your social media it's i, fucked I up. have a best friend who's a pilot and they like they called my grandma and said like oh i'm with cole and you know Jesus. cole had an off weekend and asked if i wanted to go fly out of the country with him and, and like made up a whole thing that was 
relatively on the surface could have passed as legitimate like if you weren't as close maybe with your grandma it might have been had like i think that's another reason that they go with grandparents is a lot of people our age are not close to their grandparents so you can kind of tell them any story and they'll fall for it they're not watching your instagram or whatever necessarily and my grandma actually does know everything that's going on in my life unless you're jacqueline unless you're jackie glickman Mm -hmm. and uh she was very quick to it and she and she also tested it immediately because my grandparents are the two most in love people I've ever met and oh. I dare you to find someone who's more in love than my grandparents. I'll they've been together I won't even try for decades and if I call and I'm like, "Oh, how's grandpa?" She's like, "My boyfriend is the most handsome, Excuse sweetest." Me. They call each other boyfriend. It's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. There is not a 5-minute period that I've ever known them where they could not get away without complimenting each other in what? the nicest ways it's like what just happened to our parents nicholas sparks romance so uh that did not generationally pass on to either of us i think <laughs> well so then uh so when she got the call saying that i was in jail and they needed money <sighs> but it was i went out of the country um and we got we were in a cab and the cab got pulled over and the cab had drugs in it and the cab driver was trying to frame us saying it was our drugs so he wouldn't get arrested and so we ended up in jail having it's like smuggled in drugs to the country or something. To be clear, this is the story. This is not what actually. This happened. is what I do on a typical Tuesday. <laughs> um, it and wouldn't so my me. grandma, uh, they told my grandma the story, and they were like, "Oh, we need we need this much money to be able to bail ourselves out." Um, and then they said that they had separated me from my friend, Ugh. and that we were in like this shady jail, and it like it looked like they were gonna hurt me. Like if preying I... on a grandma's instincts. And my grandma, like, <laughs> like first of all, knew that like I I wouldn't have gone out of the country and not told my mom because my mom is a wildly helicopter parent i would have never left the country without anyone knowing and telling my grandma in some way and like tracking your every move on facebook or something yeah and so my grandma was like oh i would love to but you know that your grandfather's in charge of the finances and you know that you know you know how how tough and cruel of a man he is he he won't even give me any money (laughs) he won't give me any money for even to go to the movies and you know that he's such a a (laughs) tough man it's gonna take everything to get him to help you out and the person pretending to me to be me was like oh i know grandma i know he's he's hasn't been very nice to you in the past and she's like no he's just such a brutal man you know i can't leave the marriage and like totally like caught this person and then my grandpa came home later and uh, later during the phone call and pretended he was the police and freaked them out and like, they never called back it's so lucky your grandfather is a cop here he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes my 95 year old grandfather <laughs> is a cop the cruel bastard the cruel boyfriend of jackal and glickman oh they're so sweet but that's i mean it really does happen and like i get calls i don't much anymore but like i did get calls saying like i'm ben schaefer like they would make up like a first name and be like i'm your cousin and i'm like you're not my cousin and they'd be like i need help getting out of jail can you send me 200 dollars? it happens a lot and Cincinnati's one of the, like I- i've read online at least Cincinnati local news i don't know if they're right or wrong but i've read that this is like a very prevalent scheme to this mm. day in cincinnati uh yeah or in Ham- it's a, Hamilton it's a tough one yeah but anyway it's very creepy that it was your dad's voice because every time i get one it's like hey this is renato schaefer and i'm like okay you're not even trying right you gotta get that german accent come right. on you gotta you gotta commit gotta you gotta really go this route of like stalking facebook and cole and finding friends i mean don't that's... mess with my grandma she's gonna she's gonna <sighs> fuck you up that is creepy M. I wish i just wish there was a way to like f- catch that person that pisses me right the fuck off <laughs> don't fucking mess with jacqueline what is don't wrong mess with, with my grandma don't Why go near my grandma do that i would be so pissed ugh mm. I love that your grandpa just comes home and is like, another day in the Glickman household. Like, 
like i guess i'm a cop now my girlfriend's just yelling at people <laughs> i'm a cop now we're role-playing on the phone with a stranger in another country anyway listen that's how you keep the romance alive you heard it here first preparation h and role-playing all right i'm sorry to maybe talk- role-play with the preparation h get, get I'm weird telling with it. you can combine it any way you want explore new possibilities pleasure zones and find your vibe at funlove.com Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, 
How could you go wrong? We have loved stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm sorry. This is really not about me anymore. This is this is now about... Oh, Ashley already sent. I want to look at these people's names to be like, do I know they're doppelgangers? That doesn't make sense. They wouldn't have the you same name. creep on them on Facebook later. I probably might do that. Um, let's see. I'll call their grandma and see if they can send me some cash. Okay. So <laughs> this next email is from Marissa. Uh, it says, doppelganger story, listeners episode. Hi, gang. Smiley face. Hi. I'll start out by saying that I love... Oh, sorry. That was Lemon saying hi. Uh, I'll start out by saying... I'll start... <laughs> I crack myself up. Uh, I'll start out by saying that I love the podcast and look forward to hearing your voices and now seeing your faces. Oh, they're beautiful, aren't they? Every Sunday. I've had a lot of wild experiences with the paranormal in my life, but this doppelganger story still gives me the chills when I think about it 15 years later. Growing up, I lived in an old farmhouse in rural Alberta, Canada. My bedroom was in the basement. Thanks, Mom. That sounds like my life from day one in this house i was literally tormented by the resident ghost Uh oh Oh, boy that was me in my my house growing up in fredericksburg this is like day one combo of our lives like day one i'm stuck in the basement you're haunted by ghosts it's all the first night that i ever spent there like we didn't have any furniture yet or anything the movers hadn't come in and so i slept on the floor in my bedroom my parents wanted to get me like used to the bedroom immediately i was sleeping there and i remember hearing footsteps like heavy boot steps walking around on my floor and like stop at me and i could feel something crouch down i was on the floor in a sleeping bag <gasps> i could feel something crouch <gasps> down and put its face in my face like trying to figure out and why i was a child there. right like how old were you it was three three <laughs> uh, yeah forget it like at that age you haven't even invented you haven't even been able to like see enough horror movies to invent this shit you no know? so since i was three i've been staying in that room and even when i go home today as a 27 year old and i sleep in that room like for the holidays 
It is. I still feel something Where in there. Where did I sleep at your house? Because I was... You, you, we did, we oh, slept, I slept on the couch. Did you, you? I think you, Deirdre, and I were up really late. I don't remember. I think the goal was for everyone to crash in my room, but it just seemed to be like sleep where you drop. I don't remember yeah. where you ended up in my house. I remember Linda giving me a tour of the construction site, and that's about all I remember. Um, <laughs> but I do remember you being like, oh, you can sleep over at my house. And I was like, you do realize you've told me all of these stories, right? Like, I don't want to sleep on your in your bedroom. I don't remember what happened. I, you, I'm pretty sure I slept on a couch downstairs. For, oh yeah, we all ended up in the living room. Twenty five minutes, maybe. We all ended up in the living room. <laughs> for, that's right. And then you got annoyed because no one would wake up to get food or something. Anyway, right. That sounds. I felt like, like I was back in, back in high school days. <laughs> it did feel like high school, t- but I was crashing on each other's couches, drunk, which I did not do in high school. I should. Oh, it sounds like high school for me. For I sure. know it sounds like your high school, not mine. Um, you're Sorry, uh, Marissa. We're sorry. We're sorry. Oh, I missed that. We're really going back to our roots in this episode. I know. Everyone hates it, I'm sure. Yes. Um, From day one in this house, I was literally tormented by the resident ghost. Phantom ankle grabs. I'm going to call that a firm pass. Terrible nightmares. (laughs) You're like a referee. (laughs) Firm pass. Uh, terrible nightmares to seeing full-blown orbs fly down the stairs at me. No, ma'am. It was just plain awful. Because of the ongoing torment, I would wake up startled around 3 a.m. and walk across the hall to my sister's room and force one of them to wake up and come into the bedroom with me every night. I'll paint you a picture of the layout of the basement. You come down these steps, and to the right there was a large open living space slash den, and to... To the left, there was a long, narrow-ass, dark-ass hallway with two bedrooms directly across from each other at the very end. Yeah, I hate this already. (laughs) When you walk across the hall from one bedroom to the other, you can see down the hallway into the den area with a direct view of my mom's favorite rocking chair. Nope. Your mom and Renata would get along swimmingly. I know. I would move that rocking chair every night, like my (laughs) bedtime routine. And it's going outside. And we're setting it on fire one more time. Uh, yeah, and my my mom has all these, like, creepy bears from, like, the 1920s. She's like, it's my great-grandma's bear. I love it. I take it with me everywhere. And I'm like, you're literally a crazy haunted old lady. Okay. Oh, my God. Da-da-da. Remember this rocking chair. It's important. Oh, we won't forget. How could we? So one night, waking up from a terrible nightmare to the feeling of being watched, I ventured across the hallway to wake up one of my sisters. Only on this night, neither one of them so much as moved. I tried for a good five minutes shaking them, talking to them, just desperately trying to wake them up because I was so terrified. No luck, they didn't wake. I remember very vividly walking back towards their bedroom door and pausing, just knowing that something was not right. I inhaled and basically ran out into the hallway and foolishly glanced down toward the den. No, you, Nope, that was mistake one. I froze. Big mistake. Down the hall, clear as day, I saw my mom. What? But I had this overwhelming feeling of dread and actually said out loud, that's not my mom. (gasps) Cue Goosebump close up. Goosebump cam. (laughs) Goose cam. Goose cam. Goose cam. Eva, where the hell are you? Where's the goose zoom? Oh my God. Her porch with her iPhone just like... (laughs) Should I put it on portrait mode? Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, but we'll leave you alone. We won't. But anyway. No. That's not my mom. Quote, unquote, mom was sitting in the rocking chair in the den. When I spoke, she slowly turned her head to look at me and smiled. She did not. Forget it. A really unnatural smile. Almost impossibly big for a person to smile. She then looked away and continued rocking slowly. Ugh. Like... 
I know my, you know I'm not your mom, and that's all. That's all I care about. And you can do nothing about it, basically. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the look away is. It's like I could charge you, but like I've already done my part in being here. You're already terrified, and I'm just gonna keep rocking. And I'm not leaving either. You yes. might have thought once you recognize that I'm not your mom, that's when I would disappear. That's the worst. It's but I'm like... still here, and I'll take my sweet time scaring the shit out of you. And you can't pretend this is just a hallucination. Ugh, I have like full body, full body arm hair situation happening. Goose cam. Goose cam. <laughs> Goose cam. <laughs> it feels like one of those, like, at the zoo where they have, like, or, like, a puppy cam. Yeah. They just have, like, a goose cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is worse. Okay. I did it. If I wasn't so terrified that it felt like my heart was going to fall out of my ass, I would have 100% believed this was my mom. Quote, unquote, she was wearing the same nightgown that my real mom wore to bed that night. I ran into my room locked the door, and leaped onto my bed. I sobbed all night and didn't sleep a wink. I asked my mom about it the next morning, all casual. Hey, were you just randomly sitting in your rocking chair in the dark last night at 3 a.m.? She responded with, why the fuck would I be doing that? (laughs) I told her what I had seen, and I got a classic ghosts aren't real speech from my non-believer mother. She later learned that they were very real, in this same house. More on that later, perhaps. My grandparents still live in this house today, so I go back regularly for holidays and such. But you bet your butts I don't go anywhere near that basement. I love that it was... She said ass like three times. Now she says you bet your butt. (laughs) Anyways, sorry for the long story. Hopefully I'm lucky enough to make it onto the next listener's episode. (laughs) Well, the creepiest part of it all is like... Not the creepiest part, but the saddest part of it all is that she saw... Marissa saw like their mom smile and then go back and then all... All you could do is just run back to your room and just cry. And, like, and just like hope, hope hope nothing would approach would you. Would come toward... Uh, I mean, how easy would it have been for you to slam the door, sit there and cry, and then all of a sudden just hear, like, knock, knock, The knock. rocking chair appears. Ugh, yeah. Or footsteps going to your door. Terrible. You are you know, somehow lucky it didn't get worse. And the, the terrible thing, too, is, like, trying to wake your siblings, like, without even knowing that that was there yet, trying to wake your siblings, and they won't wake up for five full Which minutes. Which means they weren't supposed to wake it up. It was supposed to happen. Yeah. Oh, I want to die. That's the worst it's part. so bad. It, if you could wake up that quickly, and they're somehow all of a sudden in this, <sighs> like, hypnotic <sighs> slumber, yes. it's because it wanted you to be and then alone. mom, quote-unquote, is smiling outside. Ugh. Um, she says, you guys are the bomb. Thank you for being you. Marissa from Whitehorse, Yukon, Canada. Of course you're from Canada. I, I, I pity you even more now. We talked about that Alberta basement already. Uh, Okay, your turn. All right. Next is from Katie. Katie, uh, writes an email titled, two doppelgangers and a hotel mirror. Wow. So we're getting a lot here. Oh, the mirrors. Katie says, hey, everybody. Hey. My name is Katie, and this is my first time writing to you with a potential listener story. I've been listening to your podcast since around the time it started, and I absolutely love it. Was the ill for the time it started? No, or? I fucked oh. up my mic. I was like, um. <laughs> no. Nobody, Job well done to you, Nobody Katie. listened to it the time it started. Okay. Uh, before thank I crack you, in, Katie. Yeah, thank you for being an OG listener. Yeah. Before I crack into it, I just wanted to mention that I've had experiences with the paranormal my entire life. In fact, the majority of the women on my mom's side of the family are sensitive to these things. That's mm. like you with the women on your dad's side. Oh, yeah. I became used to seeing and hearing ghosts fairly regularly as a kid. I'm now in college and don't experience these things as often as I used to. Most of what I encounter has been um, of a light or neutral nature. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's better than what it could be. Yeah. Like seeing a spirit caught in a loop walk down a hallway at a specific time every day or <sighs> being comforted by someone signing and holding my singing and holding my hand as I try to fall asleep. Aww. I'm glad that you're comforted by that because if something uh, that's yeah. not supposed to be there was holding my hand and singing while I'm trying to sleep, first of all, it sounds annoying. Except me. And it would freak me out. <laughs> 
Yeah, the singing, anything singing that's not supposed to be there doesn't comfort me, but I'm glad it comforts you. Yeah. Even if someone alive was singing while I'm trying to sleep, I'd be like, get out. Em has been singing all day and it's driving me absolutely bonkers. It's the truth. Yep. That being said, the story I have for you today is one of the few instances I can distinctly identify as malicious. Ooh. My story takes place on the way back home for a family vacation road tripping uh, from Missouri to Maine. We stopped to spend the night in Littleton, uh, New Hampshire, in a hotel that... Uh, had recently been renovated it is one of these generic hotels that you can find in most american cities uh no one expects a haunted hampton inn big mistake that's true we i feel like we always stay in those kind of chain ones yeah and we're like oh we'll be fine and it's like yeah i mean there now that we've toured and we're specifically going to these cities to talk Uh about true crime and death it is very very Uh easy for the thought to slip into my mind that someone at some point Uh at least once has died in this hotel or on this property or something and i might be in the hot spot especially if we're if we're constantly researching paranormal true crime one time uh, i got so convinced that i was in there even though i didn't feel anything haunted i just had convinced myself that someone in that room had died and there was no proof of it or anything I ended up on Reddit trying to figure out, like, how you know if your hotel room has once had a death or if someone's been murdered in your room. Oh, no. It was quite a spiral I went down. Did you figure it out? Uh, I did. There were certain, uh, there were certain things. I don't, I remember there being something about, like, usually, um... Oh, they replace... You told me this. They, you said it at a live show. They, like, replace yeah. certain things in the room. But they don't replace all things. They like, don't replace the TV or the remote, but they replace, like, the couch or something. It was, And also something about, like, the bathroom fixtures. Like, oh, those yeah. are usually the first to be taken away or replaced or something or some or i think i think the, the, oh the carpet always gets changed once someone dies but, but the sink never they keep does this bathroom stuff and you were like well now i have this haunted ass shower mm-hmm. yeah something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah i'll have to go research again Yuck. in the middle of the night anyway we had two adjacent rooms that were uh that were the just around the corner from the elevator one was for my parents and two little sisters while I shared the other one with my grandparents. With seven people, we needed multiple carts to bring in all of our stuff. My sister, Grace, said she had to go to the bathroom, so I volunteered to take her and the first cart up to the rooms. Uh, she was nine and afraid of getting lost going alone. As we went up the elevator, I asked if she saw any place she wanted to go for dinner as we drove into town. Grace didn't answer or even look at me, but I didn't really think anything of it because the elevator doors opened and I became preoccupied trying to get the cart out. We walked the short distance to our rooms and let ourselves in. After seeing setting my things down, I realized Grace had walked into her room even though she didn't have a key. I went back to the hallway and over to the door which was closed over to her door which was closed again. I knocked softly three times and three soft knocks were repeated back. <gasps> I then knocked louder three times. From the other side, three bangs hit the door so aggressively that it shook. I backed away and turned the corner, heading towards the elevator just in time to see my parents and both of my sisters step out. No! No. So that whole excursion up the elevator and then this sister waiting at the elevator while she was pulling the cart out, walking down the hall to their room, not speaking to her, and then the knocking back and forth. (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> goose cam out of me. goose cam all of that was a not was not her sister. just the feeling of your i just feel like my heart would just sink into my stomach well and that just even the, the thought that like they were on the elevator and she was like talking to her sister wasn't like she just thought she was there out of the corner of her eye like she was literally trying to talk to her yeah and, <sighs> she, and also like the waiting there like knowing that 
you know, Katie was trying to get this cart off the elevator and Ugh. still continued to stand there and, like, wanted to keep being next to her. Ugh. This is terrible. My stomach sank as soon as I saw the real version of my sister. A chill wrapped around me. Duh. And I couldn't keep my hands from shaking. My mom asked why I was so pale, but I ignored her. I asked Grace why she went back to the car. She gave me a weird look and said that she had been in the car the whole time. I'm, I cannot. With when this. I started to explain what had happened, my mom told me to save it for later because we have to decide on where to eat and to put a jacket on so I would sh- stop shivering. Save it for later. You know what's creepy, too, is that whatever was around to decide to shapeshift into your sister, if your sister had been in the car this whole time, that means it was near your car or at least in the parking lot well enough to see your sister and then know exactly what she was wearing and, like, totally was, channel her. Or... or it was with your family, like, when you first checked in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, saved that for later. It's still creepy as all No, happened. either way. Oh, God. Nothing else happened while I tried to go to sleep. There was a large mirror on the wall across from the bed that I could see into while laying down. Here we go. Uh, I was unsettling. It was unsettling because whenever I looked into it, there were more shadows than I could see if I looked around the actual room. It was extremely creepy, and I didn't want to, but I found myself repeatedly opening my eyes only to gaze at it, almost as if you're being drawn to it, some Mm, might say. mm, mm. Um, Next to my bed was a window that could also be seen in the mirror. Once I rolled over that way, I watched hands reach out from behind the curtains. What? It's like you're looking in the mirror, and you can see the reflection of the window, and you see hands... Something by the curtain. really is trying to get you here. When I tilted my head to look in the mirror, I could see in the reflection a dark figure looming over the side of my bed. I shut my eyes and wished it would go away. It wasn't long before I heard what sounded like another person breathing. Oh. I also ended up sharing a room with my grandparents on vacation, so I know what their snoring sounds like. <laughs> I held my breath and I could still hear three other people breathing. So they, like, there's three people in that room. She's holding her breath. There should only be two breaths left. Goodbye. And yet there's a third. Goodbye. I could distinguish the other from my grandparents' labored snoring because it was even paced and sounded closer with each intake. Closer. So it was like trying. approaching you. It was paced like it was trying to. Then I felt something wet against my neck. And that's when I couldn't take it anymore. I flung my arms out from under the covers and (sighs) flailed. I figured if there was someone actually there, they might get punched in the face. If there wasn't, then maybe I changed the energy around to get whatever it was to go away. All I accomplished was punching the hotel corded phone off the nightstand. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea how I eventually fell asleep. I dreamed that I woke up my grandma and asked her to scratch my back like she did when I was little. Aww. She smiled and turned me around, but when she started scratching, I could feel it. <gasps> there was something else there literally clinging to my back. Dreamy then began to crawl around on the bed, arching my back and contorting in an effort to get it off. What in the world? I looked into the mirror, thinking I could get it off if only I could see it better. As soon as I did, I saw the thing on my back was another me. Whoa! What? Oh my god, so like a second doppelganger in this whole So like you had a a doppelganger of your sister, and then either there is now a second demon that has also decided to look like you... Or, or it's the same, same thing that has now shifted into you it, and that's your sister. just what it does is it takes the shape of people oh sense horrible oh my god horrible. it was like two identical stickers somehow had stuck together <gasps> since i was on the bed on my hands and knees this other version of me was doing what it could what i can only describe as a broken leg back bend okay and then it listen i hate the crab walk position on as a as a general rule we but literally... then once you're a a dead person or a demon 
that's doing a backbend. Oh, you literally just talked about how much you hate this. And then it peeled off me. Goodbye. It looked exactly like me, but it was nothing close to human. I shut my eyes because I couldn't bear its disturbing, larger-than-it-should-be smile. When I opened my eyes, I was awake, and it was 5.35 a.m. I was laying sideways on the bed. All of the covers were on the floor, and my grandparents were still snoring, which implies that this wasn't a dream. You were astral projecting and seeing what was actually happening to you. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So uh, this all took place one awful night in July of last year. Oh, God. I've been wanting to write it since it happened, and I knew I absolutely had to after Christine requested Doppelganger and Mirror Stories. I hope you like my story and that it wasn't too long or confusing. Stay spooky. Hugs and best wishes, Katie. Katie, I never want this to happen to me. I would like to manifest that into the world right now. It's Please, hor- it's don't really, really horrible. Well, you know what's creepy, Ooh. too, is that, like, the fact that, oh, I wonder if the phone was on the floor when you woke up. Oh. Because what I was thinking is a lot of times when, you know, you see demons, you see scary shit, like... It's sleep paralysis, which is just as scary. Don't get me wrong, but but you know it's an explanation. Sure. But if you were able to like punch the air and punch like the phone, see a visual confirmation, like actually move, you know, then you're not in sleep paralysis. Like that's true. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you're if you can move, mm. you're not still. Does that that's is that logic? Very wise. <laughs> Thank you. Airtight, I would say. Oh my god, that is really, 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 really horrid. Ugh, really horrid. Katie, the hell, firm pass. Okay, so I have one. I think this is... Oh, there's... We have a bonus one. There's a bonus one. So there's the last one, but then there's a bonus. Yes. Okay. Let's see if I can open it. This is called... Oh, God. Okay, this is uh, from Emily, and the subject is, My Little Brother's Face Stealer Haunting. Well, I don't like that. I don't even know what to... Okay. Hi, I'm Christine, Eva, Baby G, Lemon, Avocado, and all the other fur babies. This is Avocado's first hello, I think. It is. Welcome, Avocado. There have been a couple, like, hello to all petrified fruits. But this <laughs> That's is true. the first time it's been really... Getting called out. Hi, key dyslexic, and I'm afraid I'll butcher the spellings. You literally spelled everyone's name correctly, including Avocado, which is wow. kind of a tough one. So, good for you. In your October listeners episode, you requested doppelgangers, and my story is a mix of both doppelgangers and ghosts and spirits. So let's jump right in. I believe the phrase is, let's crack into it, but... Let's crack into it. Are you all right? Yeah, it like really took me. Really took me there. So let's jump right in. At the time, my family was living overseas in Nairobi, Kenya as missionaries. Oh, wow. Shout out to all the TCK, third culture kids out there. We had only been living there for a year or so, and we had moved there the day after my little brother's first birthday. He was about two or so and had his own room in our house because, out of all of us, he was the lightest sleeper. One night, my parents woke up to his screaming and cry, which wasn't unusual since nights are rather warm and sometimes it's hard to get comfortable enough to sleep, especially for a toddler. My mom decided to go check on him just to be safe, but she was sure it was a mix of the heat and him teething. But when she walked into the room, his little nightlight was off and the room was cool. Now, at night in Kenya, it can get cooler, like 60s or 50s, but it was uncharacteristically cold for it not being the rainy season, and the side of the house he was on wasn't shaded and got plenty of sunlight during the day. She let it go and went back to bed. After all, it was like 3 a.m. and she was pregnant, but only her and my dad knew. Sleep was a commodity. This happened for a few nights, and it was always the same. The light was off, and it was cold. After a few days, my parents started to leave the door open, and when they'd go back in the middle of the night, they would find it closed. Oh, no. After a while, my parents were getting nervous. We scanned and cleaned the room to make sure it wasn't an animal or a bug that scared him in the night, and nothing was found. We were stumped. One night, my dad decided to set up an air mattress and stay in there with him. 
He wanted to give my mom a break, but also I knew he was just as scared as she was. Well, the night my dad stayed in there, he woke up when my brother started crying and looked over at my brother's little crib toddler bed and saw a small figure perched on the railing just watching my brother. Oh, God. My dad told my mom that when he saw the creature and turned on the light, he could for a split second see the face. And it was the same as my baby brother's face. <laughs> it had the God. It had the body of a larger child and was perched like a cat, but it had my baby brother's face. He says even to this day he was filled with fear, his heart stopped, he tried to call for my mom and he couldn't, he was paralyzed. Three split seconds where my dad caught the glimpse of whatever it was over my brother stuck with him. My parents, being highly religious, brought in our pastor the next day to bless the room, the house, my brother, and our family as a whole. My parents asked him what they could do to prevent it from happening again, if my brother would be okay, and a series of questions only parents would think to ask in crisis. He answered them and then looked at my parents and said, I don't believe it was here for this baby. He was here for that baby and pointed at my mother. No. Nobody knew she was pregnant. <laughs> Horrible. Nobody. Horrible. Nobody knew she was pregnant. Goose cam. <laughs> I just wiped all my whiskers off. In case anyone's wondering, I have eyeliner on my face as whiskers. Holy That crap. is atrocious. For God's sakes. Whew. I, it's really not going away. <laughs> it's not going away. <laughs> He was here for that baby and pointed at my mother. Scared, yes, but relieved that our family was safe. Okay, doesn't sound like it. Yeah, my, how does that equal safe? My parents moved on with their life and my mother's pregnancy. Wait. <laughs> that is when you should really become the most concerned like you ever have. The ultimate danger, but okay. A few. I'm like nervous laughing so hard my face actually hurts from smiling. Like it's... It's outrageous. Oh, my God. Mm. Okay. A few months down the line, my dad woke up in the middle of the night because something had knocked over. He woke up, sat up, and saw that same figure again in their room, this time watching him. The noise he had heard was a Bible hitting the floor. Good night. Goodbye. He yelled some scripture at it and woke my mom up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yelled scripture at the I Bible? Love that. No, at the creature. Oh, okay. The creature is sitting there watching him. He yelled some scripture at it, I love that, and woke my mom up. They both were freaking out and yelling, and it just sat there and looked at my mom. Oh, so it's not like the, like the mom wakes up and then this thing runs off. It's like officially both now being happily viewed by everyone. Like, it knows everyone knows it exists. Oh, happily indeed, because it looked at my mom and smiled. No, no, no. She saw this creature smile at her with the face of my baby brother, and it pointed at her. Good night. And then it was gone. It sure did. It sure did do all that. Shortly after, my mother miscarried my sister in our home. It was very traumatic for our family as my brothers and I were the only one home and had to help her through. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. To this day, my parents say a prayer over my sister to protect her from whatever that monster was. This is That's a literal horrific. demon. Wow. It's really horrific. We Oh, my God. Literally like a har harbinger? Of death? Yeah. 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 I was afraid I was going to... No, that's right. That's the right that word. Oh, God. That's terrible. It's really bad. We quickly moved out of that house as it obviously was a lot of stress on my family. And shortly after the organization... Oh, shortly after the organization we were with tore it down and turned it into a 
free farm for people who need fresh produce. So some good came out of it. My brother is 13 now, the captain of his soccer team, and a huge Calvin and Hobbes fan. We were just talking about Calvin and Hobbes. Love a good CNH. In the, <laughs> in the live show. You love a good CNH and R. Love a good Cal Hobby. CNH and R and I S T I N E. Anyway. Oh my God. My mom. <laughs> My mother recovered from her miscarriage, and my parents had another daughter who is nine now. She's also healthy and happy and doing her own sassy thing. Oh, She'd love your podcast if she was old enough to listen. Sorry it's such a long story. Feel free to paraphrase. No, no. I just like to write. Me too. I hope this makes it onto the listeners episode. I'm a longtime listener, and I'm constantly making my friends and my partner listen to your podcast. Thanks for reading, and thank you, Eva, for all your hard work behind stage. Happy Halloween season, and happy Thanksgiving as well, Emily. Emily! God damn it. You went through a lot. Also, I it I mean, I'm sorry for everything that happened I'm to that very family. I'm sorry for your loss. I do like knowing that the entire family is like, no, we believe in this shit. Like, usually there's like one skeptic in the family. Right. But the fact that both parents went through this is really very, I well, mean, it's terrifying and unique. You know, a lot of the, well, you know, a lot of those, um, non-denominational Christians are like very intense about demonology. Oh, that's so, true. Like, that they like don't fuck around with that stuff from what i've heard especially after a story like that uh as catholics definitely believe in demons but not really to the extent that a lot of like other christian subsects do but yeah it's it's no joke man that's really scary and also i'm very sorry for what you went through that sounds traumatic taking a left turn to our bonus story great this is from zach and zach uh calls this uh haunted identical twin story there we go another word for doppelganger i guess Hi, I'm Christine Eva et al. Oh, nice. Uh, I believe Christine requested the other week that she was interested in doppelganger or identical twin stories. And lucky for you, I'm an identical twin. (gasps) I love twins. My twin brother. And we're twins. We're Geminis, though. Uh, (laughs) We're different kinds of twins. We're astrological twins. We're better kind of twins. I'm just kidding. My twin brother and I are super, super close. And while we have never experienced anything like twin telepathy or feeling each other's pain, we have shared memories of events from our childhood that we cannot that we know cannot be true, but we swear to this day have happened. What? Both of these memories are tied to events that took place in my parents' car. Tell me more. I would love to have identical twins, but I only want the creepiest version Did of I them. Tell, I've like said since I was a little kid that I want twins, and my mom has always said, wait till you're pregnant, and then you will say, I absolutely don't want twins. But I have always said that since I was little. I would, like, I just love I would love multiples. Twins, right? I don't know why. I don't, like, I... It's just a... It'd just be... I mean, it's probably a nightmare to carry them, but, like, still. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine. don't know. I, but I really would, like, I'd want them to be able to, like, have all the twin telepathy stuff. I think that'd be super dope. That would be dope. Just in, like, a like a fantastic world. I like world. how that's us as parents. Like, we just want them to be telepathic. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> it's really not that difficult. Like, we haven't thought about the double cost of diapers and formula <laughs> and schooling. There's nothing more inconvenient. Literally not. You have but, two like, newborns. But, like, also... I need you to be able to read each other's minds. Precious. And it'll all be worth it in the end. The first memory we share is uh, we must have been around three years old and my mom was dropping my older sister off to soccer practice at the local high school. My twin brother and I were strapped in our car seats in the back seat of the car and my mom told us we should only be gone for that she would only be gone for a minute as she dropped off our sister. As we sat in the car, all of a sudden the car turned on by itself and started to pull out into the road. What? My brother and I looked at each other, but there was nothing we could do as the car started to drive itself around town while nobody was in the driver's seat. 
At the end of what must have been at least 15 to 20 minutes, the car parked right back where it initially started, and after a minute, my mom walked back into the car as if nothing happened. My brother and I, now 25, stand to this, that this story actually happened, and we believe we were hijacked by a ghost. To quote you two, fun fact, the name of this town was Westfield, New Jersey, the town of the Watcher House. (gasps) Yes, I was like, that sounds very familiar. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, our second shared memory also took place in this car. We, first of all, never be in this car again. What kind of car is this? We remember sitting, yeah, what's the most, uh, spooky car, like, just based off of experience? I mean, with three children already in a suburb, I'm thinking maybe (laughs) we've got, like, a, like uh, a, like like a, a, a chrysler or a not like an a SUV. suv for sure like a, a honda accord i don't know I'm trying to think of a common. chevy i don't know i'm not good at at suv cars maybe a subaru why am i why am i not Could been be team a subaru, subaru on this? that's a good one we remember sitting in the back seat of the car and both of our parents were in the front seats we were driving to visit our grandparents in westfield there's this famous roundabout in the middle of the town with a giant world war one mem- memorial statue in the middle mm. Um, as we were going around the statue, our dad, who was driving nonchalantly, just drove on top and over another car without what? saying a word or <laughs> acting like anything had happened. What? I remember not being able to see anything outside the front dashboard other than the sky. What? For some reason, my brother and I both have these memories, and we cannot explain uh, why these false memories that took place in this car stand out in our heads to this day. In that car. Anyway, my parents sold the car, and that was the last of the weird happenings we experienced trapped in our car seats. But again, my parents claim that neither of these events happened, and we're making them up. I don't know if there are any other identical twins out there who experience shared false memories, or if it's a common thing. Guys, guys, if twins. We, if we can set twins up with Hit twins, me up. If we can set up creepy twins with creepy twins, like doppelganger twins of twins. Come on, everyone, get. Get right into each other on Twitter. Internet, do your thing. Did you watch that documentary about the triplets? Oh, yes. It was so good. What's it called? Identical Strangers. Yes. Oh, it was so good and so sad. Um, anyway, thanks for listening to my haunted hijacking identical twin story, though I know it's not the most interesting or spooky identical twin story out there. It was awesome. Uh, wishing you all the best, my loves, Zach. Oh, Thank Zach. you, Zach. You and your twin are my loves. Um, wowza. You know what? I think that's interesting because, A, I'm, I love that Identical Strangers movie, and I think it's it actually goes back to a lot of this doppelganger shit, I think, because what happened, like, the way they found each other even was, like, people would be like, oh, my God, you look just like this other guy on campus, mm-hmm. and, like, that's literally how they found out they were yeah. their own parents To a point, know. literally, like, one of, like, they ended up going to the Spoiler same... alert, by the way. They ended up going to the same college, but at different times. Yeah. And one of the guys who used to be twin one's roommate ended up accidentally rooming with twin two or like they ran into each other in the hall the first day on campus he like got there and this guy was like oh he said everyone was like oh hey so-and-so like treating him like he was like the coolest guy but he was like i just walked in here like everyone thinks i'm this like really popular guy who must like have lived in the building last year or something and then either his roommate or the roommate of the previous twin that went there yeah saw him and literally grabbed him like by the shirt and dragged him to a payphone and was like i'm calling my friend and like yeah like was ended like, up being we like we need to get to the bottom of this you need to meet us for dinner and that's how the two of the twins met 
And but, spoiler alert, there's the third one. And anyway, then there's a third one. Um, I really just spoiled that movie. I'm so sorry. But it's a great movie. I mean, I feel like you know that just from looking at the poster. But it's a great movie. Um, it's very sad, but it's but really the, good. But the way that they, a lot of them found out about each other, too, is like they just got separated at birth. Like, maybe there are doppelgangers out there. That got, no, it's true. Like, well, there, the, at least in one case, maybe. Well, and that whole point of that movie was about that uh, psychological study that was super fucked up. And they, like didn't tell the parents that the that their children had twins and then they would go like study the children to like compare their there's them. literally like studies on multiples with Without... orphans or it wasn't it orphans and then they got adopted and didn't tell well the... they weren't orphans but they were like adopted children like like the parents would like adopt a baby but they weren't told that the baby had other children or other siblings got it right Sure. I think, I think so. I don't yeah. remember. We're don't trying know. to piece this together Doesn't in matter. front of you. But point being, it was really fascinating and really fucked up, but really good. Um, but the second thing I was going to say is, oh, I'm also watching a documentary about memory and how, like, terrible our memory is and, like, how we can easily, like, create stories in our head. And every time we think of a memory, we, like, recreate the story. So over time, the more we tell a story, like, the more wrong it gets, even if you think it's real. Anyway, it's just fascinating. And so this is, like double fascinating to me so if there are any twins who'd like to tell me creepy stories i would love that are we gonna pick a topic for next month i just told you it literally didn't we already do twins no we didn't okay we did doppelgangers oh, i didn't know if we had already done twins or not Ugh, fine. i can't keep you pick it. one i like twins i want to do twins. oh no stories. i'm down with twins i just thought we'd already done it but yeah no. let's do twins okay let's do twins all right and let's twins right in your stories. let's not have twins because i don't think my body could handle it anyway okay sounds good all right Thanks for listening to our listener episode for November. Our next one November. is a holiday episode. So, I don't know. Maybe we could do oh, a holiday yeah. episode. We'll see. <laughs> Whatever Eva f- picks. I mean, it's not up to us in the end. Only twins that Santa knows. That should be <laughs> what? how this goes. Only? <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Only holiday twins. I'm just going to commit to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, do what you will with that, internet. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Eva. <laughs> <laughs> um and again uh we say it all the time or at least i feel like i say it all the time but if you are going to submit a listener story first of all please send it to and that's why we drink at gmail.com but also please write listener story in the subject line it makes it makes searching for it a lot easier when eva goes and is looking through goes a hunting tries to find all the stories it just keeps it all filed nicely in our email but don't feel don't feel like you have to resend an email if you've already sent it because right if you're writing a new one please yes because we've already documented story. all those past ones so don't resend an email but if you send a new email yeah put listener story that's really helpful yes 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 um Yay. i guess that's it that's happy it. october happy november happy november it's almost thanksgiving almost turkey day it's a good time should we end year. it the right way then already yeah, yeah we got it huh because the yeah. next one's gonna be afterwards sure. <laughs> oh dear god i'm rusty i haven't done this in a long time who goes first me you usually start it yeah pass the cranberry sauce we we're we're <laughs> having mashed potatoes Ooh, the turkey looks great thank you for loving me thank you for being there everyone's thanking the whole world thanking <laughs> you for thanking us for thanking you kill the turkey, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I were still in my Tina outfit. That would have <laughs> been, been so really useful. Good. Oh, damn. All right. Well, happy turkey month. You're welcome for that bullshit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll practice. That's why we drink. We got that one down at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, it's me, your barista. You know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Well, now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. And it's foaming delicious. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. Now in stores. It's foaming delicious.